get high, man. That stimulates your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? Fucking comedian. <laughs> Rojan Kim. Hello and welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It's me, Rojan Kim. How are you doing? You guys all caught up on the Avengers and the Game of Thrones? You guys all caught up on the Mueller report? Huh? Did the AG Bar, AG Attorney General Bar? I don't know. I don't really. I'm not keeping up with it. I just feel like they got Thanos, they got the Night King. But they can't get Trump, baby. They can't get him. They can't get him. What? They're, they're trying. They're coming after him. They thought they had him. They thought they had him. But then they don't have him. But now what? Now what? Now we're going to fucking... We're coming after the fucking Attorney General. Coming after Mueller. Coming after everybody. We, we got to get someone. We're getting someone, y'all. Meanwhile, climate change goes unabated. You know, I feel like... What if we all believed in gods again? Then I feel like we could sell climate change as a viable threat. You know what I mean? We could be like, there's a big, bad, like uh, like a Thanos or a Night King type figure. You know what I mean? Like create an elemental threat, right? Uh, like, I don't know, fucking climate, climator. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Okay, you get, we could get a little writer's room together. Get the Disney writer's room together to come up with a sweet villain, okay, that we could personify and get everybody fucking on board to defeat this evil villain that's slowly changing the climate patterns of the earth in unpredictable ways and possibly in ways that may or may not have effects in our lifetime. We have no idea. I mean, we're predicting stuff. We have no idea, right? I mean, some people might have had some idea that Arya was going to stab the Night King. Oh, shit. Spoiler. Did you guys see that spoiler? Spoiler. There's no way to avoid that if you're online at all. Man, if you're trying to... I. God bless you. If, you, if I just spoiled the Battle of Winterfell for you, damn. God, I, in a way, you might deserve it. I don't know. Everybody, it's already been spoiled. It's over. Now, I haven't seen Endgame, <laughs> and I've managed to uh, duck spoilers about that like fucking Neo in the Matrix. Um, anyway, well, I'm just babbling about this shit when what I should be doing is introducing my guest this episode, who is Arthur Hamilton, a comedian that I met in my travels, again, here in Los Angeles, he hails from Pacoima, California. Pacoima, that Pacoima, I don't know if you know about Pacoima. Pacoima is, of course, uh, famous for being where Rodney King uh, was beaten, it's, which I guess is not, that's, I guess that's more infamy than femi, but you know what I mean. Uh, he's from out here, the north, deep north valley. So it was like two valley boys talking in a car, and then we were at some point surrounded by essays, but they weren't real essays. You know what I mean? Not like scary dudes. They were just kind of like stoners and just wondering what we're doing. So at some point you might hear about that. But Arthur, the reason I had Arthur on the podcast is because he has a special that he is shooting at the Skiptown Playhouse. Um, it's interesting. It's an interesting thing that the comedians, the young comics nowadays, I can't call them young comics, or comics in general, they're not all young, you know, like whatever. Comics are taking matters into their own hands, shooting their own specials, finding independent venues to create content, you know, or create uh, an album or create, I don't know, just create shit, you know, create shit. And one of the best things about stand-up is it's, uh, it doesn't take much, you know, not a huge production. You just need jokes, you need a stage and a crowd, you know, and then you shoot it, put it together, put it out on the internet, get some exposure, boom, 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 and then everything, uh, sky's the limit, guys. Sky is the limit. Have you heard about this new thing called the internet? Uh, apparently, you could get huge on it. <laughs> get a following or something, you know, just like that Justin Bieber guy. Okay, so anyways, Arthur Hamilton will be performing his special... Shut your ass up at the Skip Town Playhouse Saturday, May 4th. Um, I think it's at 10. 
I gotta. I should double check the time. Uh, I'll, I'll put a link. I'm gonna put a link up to the thing. You know, so you get the correct time, get tickets, and then otherwise uh, check out his show, Blunts and Brunch, on channel uh, 310. And oh, and I have a quick announcement. I'm gonna be at the Belly Room, the Comedy Store, May 17th, um, eight o'clock show. Come on out. All right, guys. Please welcome to the show Arthur Hamilton. Basically, these billionaires brought this journalist in. The question they asked him was like, so how do I keep my staff loyal to me when civilization collapses? You know what I mean? When there's like no more money system to pay them, like how do I make sure that they don't up, you know, have an uprising? How do I, mm-hmm. like that's the kind of shit that they're actually concerned about right now. You know what I mean? Like so, so rich people, they're not dumb. They know. They know people aren't getting paid well and shit. And they know that like something's coming possibly. You know what I mean? Like the shit could just cr- crumble. And then they're like, what do we do now? (laughs) What do we do now? We We got money and these people are going to come after us. But what good is that money? uh, One shit's all fucked. Yeah, there's you need goods, right? You need fucking, I don't know. I feel like it's guns, uh, water. In that situation, too, for damn sure, more money, more problems. Hell yeah, because then everybody wants your shit. Oh, we know that nigga that got, he got bacon. He got bacon at his house. <laughs> that's what. That's and like a rich Bill Bird joke about like <laughs> right. Like why do you, you want to be a prepper? Because that's just like who you, who's going to get robbed by the strongest person <laughs> who comes through. Right? Yep. Like, it's uh, totally true. Straight up, um, rob your ass. That's you just become a target. Like I don't know. I just, it's uh, it's it's weird. Anyways, guys, oh. joining me on the show today is Arthur Hamilton, yeah, yeah. comedian out here in Los Angeles, out here doing the thing. Doing it, doing it. The thing is struggling and just uh, on the marathon train. But He's on it. He's on it. Time. Just like, uh, just like me. Just like some of you out there. Yeah. And uh, he's got a special that he's going to be shooting, oh, yeah. uh, performing at the Skip Town Playhouse. It's a half hour, right? Yep, half hour special. Half hour special May coming 4th. out May fifth. That's this Saturday. May fourth. Fourth. May fourth. Yeah, this, this Saturday. Yeah, I can't do it on Secret Day. Oh, I don't think people will come. That's out. true. Can't do it on Cinco, man. Everybody knows some Mexicans that they can go eat and get drunk with. That's true. Unless you invited all the Mexicans over, but then they might not listen. They they're wouldn't listen. Wa- yeah, they're all wasted. They would get drunk <laughs> as fuck. They would it, listen for like the first that, fifteen minutes, and, and then that they would start shit is talking funny, to is me. It? You're funny, dog. What's your name? Hey, that shit is funny, dog. But, What's up? <laughs> You're funny, dog. Tell me another joke. I'm like, nigga, there's 15 minutes left in the show. <laughs> Shut up. They all start whistling. That's that whistling, but it's positive. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's not, a good not, time, but damn. Come on, guys. Now yeah, I'm <laughs> taping. I couldn't. They be passing Modelo's around to Cate's. Fuck it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Clinking God. all in the audio Woo. shit. And they know how to throw down, you know? And uh, apparently Cinco de Mayo isn't even, uh, it's not Mexican Independence Day or anything like that. It's just a, a day when they beat the French. They just threw down against the French and because the French back then were they were the most powerful army they were yeah. like the, the, the US so like nice. that's that's it they, and then the French came back and just kicked their asses later but they don't they don't talk about that like, like, oh, uh, no, no, we May had 5th. a good day that day before the fight we May were humbled 5th less yes yeah <laughs> when he kicked your ass that one time 5th day in May I um, did get my ass whooped so Arthur where are you from originally where you Pacoima Pacoima California yeah holy shit a lot of people don't be knowing man they don't be known about Pacoima. Um, Pacoima, tra- that's like, okay, North Valley, right? Yep, North Valley. Paint a picture for the people out there. Like, where where is Pacoima? Yeah, like? um, close to Silmar, San Fernando. Woo! Wait, just to give everybody a little uh, yeah. a background, Silmar is um, directly, like, a little bit next to, S- what's that, Simi Valley? Is that what, no, how no, far no, is Simi, Simi Valley? Simi Valley is, is pretty far. Simi Valley is like 20, 30 miles oh, west. Oh, shit. So yeah, Rodney King got his ass whooped in Pacoima. Oh, but they then they some, transferred him to. They took Simi. it to okay. Simi Valley. Let me look up how. God damn, my phone's burning. Let me look up how far Simi Valley is from Pacoima, because it's really fucking far. Yeah. It's and I don't I don't understand how. Oh well. I do. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we understand. That shit is <laughs> why. 
right, it's 19 say. miles. Right, it's, it's a 20 a minute drive. Mile, 20 mile drive. So Simi Valley out of the San Fernando Valley when you go to Simi Valley. Oh yeah, that's a and it's also very cop friendly. It's a majority white Republican <laughs> yes. area. I'm scared over there. I mean, yeah. Uh, so they moved the Rodney King trial, an incident that happened in Pacoima, to Simi Valley, which is a little more cop friendly. Yep. And then the riots happened in L.A. Well, is, because everybody's watching. I was here too. I was. At, I mean, I lived in. <laughs> I actually lived in the valley also. I was living. Um, <coughs> fuck. I was in Sherman Oaks at the time, yeah. so I could see the smoke at least. Oh, uh, yep. But I was uh, in Koreatown before that. But you know, I hadn't moved out of Koreatown. Um, it was one of those things where, if I was like a worse kid, I would have gone out that night because oh, yeah. I was old enough. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would have run out. I was, I, I was only I was about to run out. I was only two. <laughs> you were about to run out. There. I was only two. Like, oh, <laughs> you were like, yeah, get some I need tubes. some new toys. These toys I got me is fucking <laughs> trash. My grandma keep making me give them away too to these other fucking foster kids. I don't know them. They're not my responsibility. You're just running out. You got a, like a walker, like one of those walker strollers you're fucking inside. Uh, yeah, this one got a cup holder, bitch. <laughs> yeah, give me my juice. Um, all right, Pacoima. So then, uh, what's Pacoima? What's it like there? It's like, is it Pacoima? Like, growing up, I mean, it's like blacks and Mexicans, but now okay. it's like just mostly more Hispanics. Okay. Sometimes I see white people riding bicycles on there with the full, you know, huh. athletics on. I don't oh, know, trying to right. gentrify, but I know some people who gonna stop that. Okay. But it's like a, a lot of gangs. Not as bad as it used to be. Bloods, there was a little bit of Crips. Uh-huh. Um, and there's a lot of, like, essay gangs. And, like, the blacks and Mexicans don't get along, really. Oh, so shit, it's like, really? Yeah, over the shit. You got to watch out for the, the Mexicans, uh, other black people from, like, the west side or the east side, and then fucking police. Yeah. Fucking every now and then, like, the Crips, like, come around. But it's, like, not much. But it was it was definitely dangerous, for sure. Still, like, you still got to be careful. You can't just be kicking it out there, Wait, so uh, if it wasn't like really Crips and Bloods, because they're like down south, right? Like, yeah, more what, like, what, yeah. So what was, the, what kind of gang there's, were there? Yeah, Bloods, kind of Pyrus, and there's a lot of like, you know, 13s, a lot of south side gangs. Oh, like shit. Like the Humphrey Boys, uh, Pacas Trece. I was just on shoot on like doing background for Snowfall, and we were in the projects where the Bacoma Project Boys are. But black people can't go in there. I had never been in there. Really? Yeah, it was like, I was like, yo, this is strange. This is in my neighborhood, too. Like, this is strange. And is it because it's Mexican? Mm-hmm. It's, it's majority like, it's like Mexican, gang yeah. territory? Mm-hmm. So there's probably, like, amongst the Mexicans even, some can't yeah. go in there, right? Like, because mm-hmm. it's territory. Yeah, no, like, the Mexican hoods, like, they have beef. Pacoima Van Nuys boys, Pierce boys, fucking. Oh, fuck, I remember that. I Because uh, I went to school, um, Sherman Oaks CES, which is, like, Reseda. So I kind of like oh, yeah, knew it was hood too. Yeah, I knew, <laughs> bro. It's crazy. Like people are like, oh, that ain't L.A. The Valley, the Valley, like the the Valley gets overshadowed by all like the suburbs and shit. Like right. they're here, they're like dangerous oh, yeah. parts of the Valley. Oh yeah, so yeah, niggas, yeah, niggas come to studios out here and get shot and shit. Like North Hollywood before it got gentrified was hood as fuck. Oh hell Malcolm yeah, just got his jaw broke out there a couple weeks ago. And people are like, oh my god, like uh oh that's I'm what not, happened to him. Yeah, he, he got jumped by no essays. Oh shit, it's Malcolm Hatchet. Like yeah, got jumped by a bunch of just dudes in NoHo. Yeah, fuck. It was like I don't know, maybe like a month ago, or I think it was like a month ago. Yeah, it was not very, not very long ago. Yeah, and broke his jaw and shit. I I and I I can relate because I was like, man, I had my jaw broke before too. Yeah, and I was like, man, people move out here and like they get for like, just like L.A. You know, Hollywood kind of overshadows stuff and kind of blinds us, and like people forget like, oh shit, L.A. is hood as fuck. Oh, all, all of L.A. County forget. houses. Hoods. Yeah, well, that's because they just come from out of town and they yeah. have no idea about. The thing about L.A. is that first, it's got a weird ass segregation. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. because the black and brown people are basically pushed south and north, and then yeah. there's this middle part yep. that's like white or gentrified or whatever. You know, actually, it's a lot cooler now. When I was growing up, it was like you know, like Koreans in Koreatown, yeah. right? And then we would call everything. Like to the west of like La Brea, just like the rich neighborhood. <laughs> that's yep. what we just called it. We're just like it that's is. where the rich people live. But they're not even that rich, you know what I mean? That's they just ain't. like it's 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 they barely making it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not even. But that's just what it is. And it, um, LA is incredibly segregated. And it wasn't until I left LA that <clears throat> I really saw how other people live. I was like, oh shit! Like like New yeah. York, um, you just. You f- you're forced to uh, interact with different people Everybody all the time. Around. Yeah, you're not just constantly. One. Yeah. So after a while, it kind of 
it kind of breaks down a little bit. You know what I mean? In your mm-hmm. head, you like you because then like it's just like assholes become assholes. Yeah, it, it becomes, so, you're an asshole. You just asshole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you, so people people are cool. You're like out oh, here. You fuck around. You beef with one type of person or two types of people, I and mean, you just like or you just around those just the types of people. Yeah. And then like it's just that close proximity. You're just like oh fucking, I can't stand these people. I can't stand these people. And it's just like. It's weird. It's I not. Think, it's yeah. Like you say, it's so segregated. Uh, do you think it's? I think it's because there's so much space. You know what I mean? Like they, there's so much space that you can just be pushed. Like people push each other away or push or or, or tr- uh, become enclaves like tribal. It's I think that's why there's so many gangs here, right? It's like it's just tribes, um, or like why uh, like straight up. If you are Korean. Mm-hmm. You can live your whole life here never speaking English because there's yeah. Korean TV, oh, yeah. Korean newspapers. So just stay in Koreatown. Just fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, you, if you wanted oh. to, and you can't really do that in a place like New York, you know, like nah. in other cities, it's, it's, it's kind of like harder. That for Mexican people, too. Some, some Mexican oh, people yeah. come here, you know, and don't have to learn a lick of English. And they be straight. Yeah, they're fine. They can be fine. Having fat stacks in their pocket, yeah. bro. Yeah, and they don't need to learn it, which is, that's fine. That's America, right? That's yep. fine. But it's weird when you do go to other. Uh, so New York is the best example I have because I think it's the. Um, I haven't lived in a lot of major cities, and of the cities, that was the one that was like um, people really assimilated. Mm-hmm. Like so, Asians, like Korean, like I've just like all races of people really assimilating to become American. You yeah, know what I mean? And yeah. not even white per se, quote unquote, what white is because like the dominant kind of culture in new york is a very hip-hop is so infused mm-hmm. in the culture you know what i mean it's yeah. just part of it that even the white people are kind of like using slang and stuff. you know it's just kind of so, so i said a joke about that tonight <laughs> oh yeah yeah they're talking about that they're just like if you are like if you if you fucking uh have student loans don't be using shit like oh i'm getting the bag <laughs> if you work out if you went to ITT Tech, I don't want to hear you say I'm getting the bag. Ah, 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 <laughs> ah, ah, ah. But that's just well, hip hop slang is now so ubiquitous. Like it, it's bro, just everywhere it's now. now. It's everywhere. just like it is. It's in car when I like watch cartoons with my nieces. It's normal. I'm just like, what the fuck? I guess it's but and it's like I don't know. Me personally, it's weird because I'm well, I'm like 40, right? So mm-hmm. I'm I've seen like hip hop. You know, like it was Go born when I was born, essentially, <laughs> right? And Straight then up. I saw, like, I when I started listening to hip hop, the first time I, I listened to it was like, um, fucking uh, NWA, Easy E. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, when it was because it was just being bumped, but I wasn't allowed to listen to it. You know, it's like re- it was like a big deal back then. Like gangster Hell rap was yeah. like illicit. You know, it was like drugs. It was yeah. like I, my friends, we would hide it. We'd hide tapes. It's like, cause you were not allowed shit. to listen to uh, that shit, you know. Who, uh, two live crew, two live crew. Um, yeah, everything. Even Beastie Boys, like back then, was like considered raw. What? It was so raw because nobody else. There's nothing like that. You I know what I mean? To them in a minute, bro. And I'm it's not. It's too. pretty tame. Like Beastie Boys, they would play on K Rock, you know. But like, <laughs> 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 but like when Dre came, you know, Dre and Snoop and stuff. But I wasn't even Dre like was uh, smacking bitches. Oh he yeah, was and that changed everything. And I wasn't even um really huge hip-hop head really i was just around the shit and not you're just not aware as a kid that that this could be like uh important later you know like people might look back yeah, and be like this is and, and yeah start of a phase of hip-hop whatever, how it you shaped know? how it could shape things yeah and how it became part of pop culture because i remember when hip-hop was like it was kind of alternative it was alternative yeah was only certain people fucked with it and nobody yeah. else not a lot of people were like eh. it was just like uh metal or whatever it was like a genre of music that certain people fucked with shit, yeah. yeah and it wasn't really until dre really i feel like where there was like a national video right snoop came and then when the woo came they broke it open to you know like i think the wu-tang were the first to pass country yeah like, so that that was all mid 90s really, shit i was just know? watching dave chappelle they did the race uh the race thing and they fucking they they were like uh, the Asian people got them Asian delegation yeah the visit but I think they're well you know what that's really my I think think of how crazy black people went when kung fu was introduced oh, yeah, to America bro, think of how crazy it. there was there's uh there's actually um a news story about the first 
kung fu movie they showed in Harlem. I think it was like early seventies. Really? Or yeah. It's a documentary. No, 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 no. It oh, was okay. just some news story. I remember oh, okay, seeing. Okay. The reason it was a news story is because it was a fucking riot after. Because everybody got so, so hyped, hyped up, bro. <laughs> Fuck. In the streets. You can't play certain music because it'll hype people. But like, all right, I gotta turn this song on, niggas. It's like, can you imagine? Tripping. How, like, right now we're so spoiled because we're coming off of, like, decades of kung fu shit. But imagine never seeing it before and seeing it for the first time. You know what's crazy about that, too? Because, like, when I, I remember as a kid when I first like seeing, like, wrestling or, like, kung fu, any type of, like, martial arts or fighting, I immediately turned to one of my cousins. Bah, 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 we would just start <laughs> going at it. Like, yeah, motherfucker, let's go. Trying kicks and shit, and that's just... Damn, that's crazy. That and I think adults about did it. Bruce too. Lee, right? How much of a uh, influence or what an image? Because like this is the late '60s, early '70s is just some fucking Asian dude beating the shit out of white people. Like that's something yep. you know. Because meanwhile, we were at war in Vietnam. You know, we were straight up murdering them in Asia, and here's this Asian man. And so I feel like there's something about that that really resonated with hey, black people. He was man. dope as fuck. Yeah, too, man. man. And uh, that's why there's so many dudes. Like there's like older guys, like black men who are super into Chinese shit. Mm-hmm. They like have what, the shoes what, was it, and whatever. Was it the? Uh, I for, I don't know if it was the first one, but when Bruce Lee fought uh, Will Chamberlain. Hmm. Uh, no, nah, it wasn't Enter the Dragon. I think that might have been Game of Death. Mm, okay. um, yeah, 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 yeah. Pete, that right, show right. was dope as Hell fun. yeah. Like, uh, and that was, uh, it was like a weird... A cameo? Uh, no, 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 not Will Chamberlain, but just like the idea that... Um, I think for people, it like represented this weird, like, there's like a different paradigm here. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they always, you know, with like Hollywood and pro- propaganda and stuff, yeah. they want you to see... The savior and the hero is always white. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always and white, like, and then white dude whooping somebody ass. And this like, idea okay. of the Chinese guy, just like you know, because because they're not supposed to be <sighs> like just killers, right? No, they're yeah. not, but you know, you're yeah. like because the last thing you want people to think while you're fighting them overseas is like, oh, these guys are pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not only are they badass, they're kind of like pretty cool too like honorable cool or whatever you know yeah, like the people honor are like is dope, man. you start people you start respect like that we respect the, the honor you yeah. know what I mean for sure yeah 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 and then and you start he, thinking he was a badass too. oh shit maybe maybe we shouldn't be over there <laughs> then you uh, start thinking uh, uh, like, they're pretty maybe, cool man what are we doing <laughs> yeah wait wait a minute they never did anything to us I didn't want to be there in the first place yeah yep. what what did they do Muhammad Ali came on yeah exactly that's why like I'm gonna go over there and fight fight that fight them huh yeah 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 yeah, they, and that's that's something I trip on all the time because my family uh, got fucked up by the Korean War. You know, the Korean War really fucked up my family. Uh, that's like something they point to is like this is when it all got fucked up right here. And they um, own that shit. Yeah, yeah, nineteen fifty. I mean, we take years, four hundred years, motherfucker. <laughs> <God damn. laughs> They're like, no, it was like June nineteen fifty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that what's crazy about that war is the first desegregated army of the U.S. was. Um, for the Korean War, so the infantry was black and white. They and still they treated s- niggas like shit. That's of course still called them nigga. But great, how now there's so many layers of race and colonialism and fucking geopolitics. It's so you know now what I mean. So the, complex the, uh, at this the, point. Yeah, in the military, it's like because think about it from just like okay, imagine you're a Korean uh, peasant. Yeah, like I'm talking because even in 1950, the shit was like. There was still like people in the countryside, mm-hmm. straight just up, chill, just living, planting shit, and you know they're being like, for a while the the Japanese, I guess, are in charge now. They're like, all right, well that's, and then now like, oh, there's a fucking war, I guess, and then next thing, yeah, it's like, oh, now there's this army of white people. Uh, and black people, I guess. Like, <laughs> <I'm> like, oh, <laughs> dude, those white people are treating fuck? those black guys like shit. What are they? What the <laughs> why are they fighting? Why are like, they whooping their ass? They, and why yeah, are they why fucking are they with fighting? us? And then a lot of the the bases, you know, the white GIs, whatever, taught the Koreans to be racist to black people. They basically taught that. That's why. And then Koreans ended up becoming. Koreans are mad racist. I mean, Asians are super racist. Like, Asians are very racist uh, in terms of... I just of, feel like at that time, they were, like, easily influenced. With, like, propaganda worked so well on them. Of course. Yeah, but, okay. First of all, yeah. Definitely. I think you got yourself... I mean, all right. Here's the thing about Korea, which is crazy, right? Because mm-hmm. Korea was straight up jacked by the Japanese. Yeah. The Japanese came and just was like, okay, we own you now. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that was like, say... It mean as fuck. 
it's fucked up. I mean, it was fucked up what they were doing to him. They were like, um, basically just taking all the girls and using them as sex slaves on the front lines. Oh, <laughs> just, that was just something they did. And then, um, and this is like a maybe like from nineteen, let's just say like nineteen hundred, all the way to the end of the war, nineteen World War Two, right? So like for almost fifty years, they were just straight up just raping right, the yeah. people in the country or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, being gangsters. Like, and, and, shit. and toward the end of the war, they would do <sighs> shit like outlaw Korean language. Like, they made it so that you couldn't speak the language. <laughs> it was really trying to break yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they made they changed everyone's names. They changed the, the fucking Korean names <laughs> to oh, Japanese man. names. I mean, that's yeah, it's crazy. I, remember, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it, it, you know, it got, it got really crazy. Um, and so, so that happened. And then the fucking, the, who, the people fighting... Uh, the Japanese were the Russians and the Americans. Mm-hmm. So from the north were the Russians, and from the south were the Americans. Right. So like DP double penetration. Exactly. So first of all, it's like okay. First of all, these Jeffs came, took us over. They're fucking us. Okay. But now they're being God, fought damn. back. Now these white people are coming. From, <laughs> two groups of white people are coming. They're fucking us too. <laughs> they're coming. And literally, so this is what they fucking crazy dude all our grandparents all our grandparents of my generation our grandparents this is the one thing they talk about if you were from the north when the russians were coming downwards they fucking all the girls ran away all they made because they the russians were raping their way down the fucking the whole coast and that the word was traveling so like motherfucking like people they, 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 they were, so they were sending like if you had a girl they <sighs> were just get her, fuck, get her out of there because that's what the, they're just coming down and fucking full so on raping evil and and i guess apparently i guess uh, the americans didn't have that reputation you know but they were coming upwards right so they met like in the middle they met in the middle and you want to have a drink yeah yeah exactly well the americans uh i think they uh, they weren't raping, but what the Americans did, which was shady to the Koreans, was whoa, 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 whoa. so the Americans didn't know well who's gonna run all this, right? They didn't want to really fuck around with. They want to like fuck around with like you know who's gonna be running all this shit. So what they decided was uh, we're just gonna let the dudes who collaborate with the Japanese like keep running the shit. Yeah. So then everybody got pissed off. And like a lot of them turned and went north to to go join the commies, you know. So it's like basically, I, you got a country that's just been fucked. What's up, man? We doing the podcast? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we doing the podcast, bro. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's we crazy. This is a, a random dude just. So you said with the. Yeah, but anyways, so. Korea's crazy. Korea's crazy, and then so all that happens, and then 1950 rolls around yeah. with the Korean War, and then you got this whole other. Then you fucking have the Americans rolling in, right, with mm-hmm. this like desegregated, so a white and black army yeah. coming in and fucking just destroying the shit out of the place, um, and then that's it. I'm just keeping an eye on the <laughs> the homies. Yeah, they got a set around here, so I don't know. Let's give it an eye. We good. Yeah. Um. Anyway, did you did you have uh, grandparents in the war or anything? Uh, my grandpa, yeah, he was. Did he go to Korea? <clears throat> I think so. Um. Uh, yeah, we, uh, yeah. We, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be straight. Um. Yeah, it's real shit on the podcast. Yeah, okay, yeah, we're podcasting now. There's real a shit. couple of brown gentlemen. <clears throat> I'm just going to go ahead and say they're Latino. Uh, they be tweaking that they're, shit. They're, they, they're, they don't look unsavory per se. They just seem like regular gentlemen. Just always hanging out. I was rolling a blunt um, the other day before Mike just parked rolling a blunt. And like four... Just like Mexican dudes, like working dudes. Yeah. Just like after work, just posted up like right outside the car, just hanging yeah. out, drinking. And that was it. And I was like, fuck. I was just like, I don't know. I think it's because I, uh, I grew up during that drug war period yeah. where I'm like, I don't want people fucking watch. I don't, I don't like a group of guys outside while I'm, you know, watching me roll up a blunt. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know why that makes me nervous, but I was like, ah, why are these guys fucking hanging out? But like, you know, whatever, fucking. Like, um, all right, Arthur. So, fucking, you said you were two years old 
94 so you're you were born in 92 oh no 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 four sorry about that yeah no, four. born in 1990 yeah 1990. holy shit okay <clears throat> so you are you're a deep millennial that's like deep solidly in that millennial category right yeah, i guess you I, I guess so man d- right i mean because does it don't you feel like that's a meaningless like it doesn't so. mean anything it, it means something for some people that is just i feel like a little bit younger but i was raised with like you know my sister and them they were born in the 80s then, like, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I spent a lot of time with, like, a bunch of old yeah. people. Yeah. Like, a bunch of people, like, from the church and shit. Just all the old people. So I always feel, like, uh, a lot older. So you don't, like, relate to... I mean, do you relate to a particular generation at all? Or, like... I mean, I, I guess I do, but I do. I do relate relate to a certain generation, the uh-huh. 90s babies. Uh-huh. But at certain times, I just feel older, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I am older, so <laughs> I've always felt older. But I've been, <laughs> I feel like I'm sixty. I'm like, I want to. Sometimes I just want to like yell. I just want to like yell at people and be like, "What the yeah, fuck yeah, are you guys yeah. doing? Like, what is this shit?" Not necessarily in a uh, uh, like a negative way, but more like, "Come on, you get like we should be having more fun and shit." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just yeah. feel like uh, young. <clears throat> I feel like young people today are like really like um, I don't know, like. Uh, cautious or some shit yeah, I don't yeah. know What do you think I mean Compared to What You know Compared to like Older age Yeah I mean Okay Like I feel like nowadays uh, Kids don't go out And no. Like when I was a kid I don't know if you You probably were I too. Was I, was I was out, out. I was out I was out I lived in Hollywood I lived in like uh, So I was Hollywood Koreatown Yeah And then fucking Sherman Oaks North Hollywood Like I lived in those You know what I mean And so yeah. I was just out In the streets Fucking taking the bus and shit I ditched school And take the bus You know what I'm saying Like I, I would like, too like, uh, I yeah. Went to, yeah I used to always Like ditch school And go to the mall Leave my backpack in the bushes What what mall I used to go to Northridge Mall Oh no shit I went Get- to Nobel Wait Alright what'd you do What'd you do? Like, what'd you? What was your like? Just fucking routine. Like, you would ditch your backpack. Ditch my into backpack. The bushes. All right. I did start smoking weed while I was there. So All I right. Smoke weed a little bit outside the mall. Yep. Or like, <laughs> or down the street, <laughs> or at school sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was what twelve. Yeah, I was twelve. Twelve. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. That was my shit. Go to the mall. The security will be, will be on the lookout for us at the mall and shit. Because of our backpacks and shit. Oh, so, oh, yeah. Because there's we that were, truancy shit. Remember yeah, the truancy yeah, shit? Yeah, oh, dude. I was a fucking truant. Yeah, man. And you'd have to, because that, that's what was sounding familiar. I was like, why was he ditching his backpack? But I remember, yep. yeah, the backpack was a giveaway. So you had to act like you were fucking dude, an adult. Dude, one time in shit. high school, I got picked up. I'm walking to school. I'm literally around the corner, like on the outside where the like, shopping center is, walking to the school. And they, the police were like, hey, where you guys going? Like, uh, obviously, the school, we're like right here. You can tell we're walking towards the school. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, man, we're going to have to take you guys. You guys are truant. Dude, I'm like, yeah, we're like 15 minutes late. Bro, took us there all the shit. I'm like, bro, what, what kind of shit is that? Well, okay, so what happens once? I never actually got caught. See, that was like, I was really good at not they was getting fucking caught. My school was hella bad. Hella bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to Kennedy High. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, shit, dude. Okay. All right. Um, none of this means anything to anybody. <laughs> this is a deep valley shit, man. They're like, uh, is, uh, like what well, the fuck? Who gives a fuck? No, yeah. like I, dude. Yeah, I'm a. I mean, I'm a valley boy. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, I know. went to junior high, high school in the valley, yeah. and, and so I know. Oh, okay. Fuck, dude. I mean, how do you feel about the valley now? Do you think it's changed at all? Like, do you feel like it's because yeah, ba- it's changed? Okay, let me let me describe what it was like for me because yeah, it yeah. was like it's basically like a suburban desert. You know what I'm saying? Like a like a suburban urban suburban. I mean, it's even the urban part is urban, not. It's urban not, and suburban. You know, it's time. not really dense. It really depends it's, on where you at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But urban is more like a racial thing more it than is. a description of like the population. You know I'm what I'm saying? saying like, a little bit of both. It depends where you are, because then there are some are areas there are, that are urban. Okay, like with like apartment people. type. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like and sort then, of the complexes, and then like in the neighborhood too, urban as fuck too. Yes, yeah, I would, uh, but I think L.A. in general is uh, a suburban sprawl, like just the design of the city. Oh yeah, you know design, what I'm saying? Like just yeah, in general, it was just white people in like you know the fifties. It's, it's just all majority. white flight. Yeah, yeah white flight. It's just over it's, and over white flight. It's crazy white flight. How there's white flight, and then gentr- now there's gentrification. Well, they're just flying back. 
<laughs> they flew away and now they're flying back. <laughs> Just wherever yeah, like, they fly. Like snowbirds, yeah, man. wherever they fly is where the money <laughs> happens. And then, and then poor people have to move around. Yep. <laughs> you know? and that's just how it. it is. You know, but I guess we like mountain lions. We just go wherever they, they let us. Well luckily, uh in California, they like to protect the white mountain lions. Yeah. So, you know, they protect we're, it. We're protected. More class. than black people. You're a prote- yeah, yeah. Um the well, harsh that, truth. Well that you know, how did your family come to California? Do you know about that? Do you know they, um, my family's from Texas. My grandparents are from Texas. Mm-hmm. So they came from Texas and then I uh, had my mom. She's the oldest. And then my aunt. And then. Um, Did they come here for uh, like a job purpose or like I a think they, yeah, I think they just came here for a job. My grandpa was like, he was, um, he did like, he did, you know, he was a handyman. He did all types of shit. And he was in the military. Mm-hmm. I got to really ask him. I think it was for the military. Well, yeah, it's you know why? Because the reason I ask is because, um, so but they've been there during the same house too for forever, bro. So the the reason why um, there were no black people in California originally, right? Because it was Mexico. Mm-hmm. It was literally Mexico, and mm-hmm. then there were um, basically Mexicans, uh, Native Americans. Uh, and uh, Chinese people started yeah, coming yeah, in, right? Yeah. Then they started bringing in Chinese people. And so Chinese people were like, they were actually lynching Chinese people back in the day when there were no black people here. You know, because that's a, they just never talk about it. That's something, but that's they don't talk the about thing, a lot yeah. of shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just not yeah. interesting. But like, uh, anyways, uh, so back then, that- Chinese that, people so nice, man. So eventually, they did bring- uh, or they didn't bring, but black people started moving here because of the war effort. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, because all the men were drafted, yeah, they needed labor for the shipbuilding. And all the racism shit didn't set the down south. Well, yeah, exactly. It was They like, offered jobs. Yeah, I mean, Ooh, that was probably the roughest time of Jim Crow shit, right? Yeah. 40s? It fucking, was rough. That's, we're talking uh, during the Depression, like post-Depression, 40s, fucking Jim so Crow South. Bad, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, And so they were offered jobs, government jobs, right? Fucking, mm-hmm. um, they all came over here, did the shipyarding thing, but then what happened is when the GIs came back, they all lost their jobs, and then they were just stuck here without jobs. <laughs> They made shit so that, rough. So that's why uh, all the black people are concentrated. They're around here in the south, like yeah. uh, where the port is, mm-hmm. and then up all north. All the fucking factories closed down and shit. People couldn't. They lost their jobs. All the jobs they were going to hand yeah. down. They were going to hand down like all the. Yeah. Now they, what they what they say is nepotism. All that shit was just it just went away. Well, because so the jobs yeah. were just gone. Well, because of racism, like yeah. I, which would, so th- that's crazy. Because back, it's crazy that back then, before we were born, but not that long ago. It was just openly racist mm-hmm. where it wasn't nobody was complaining about it because that just was how it was. And I mean, people were obviously fighting, but that's that was literally just how the government ro- was like, yeah, yep. yeah, we're going to be racist. Uh, <laughs> we're just going to do like, it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we do. And then but it was like, like it was oh. a little different from like the southern racism, which is like in your face. This is more of like uh, like. It's like systemic. A, yeah. It's like, let's make a system systemic. where it's at. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they did with uh, the GI Bill. That's what they did. Um, yeah, bro. Just, just crazy. With, yeah, man. That's fucking, it's fucking nuts. Um, and so, yeah, it's just very interesting. I like, we have uh, very little connection to the reason why we're where we're at in the first place. I mean, mm-hmm. we're just like I don't like I'm I just yeah I'm, I trip I'm about that all the time. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, how did <laughs> like, I get here? How? I need to ask Why? my grandpa because my grandma already got Alzheimer's shit. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. you gotta find that out, man. Because that's a great, gra- I he, bet that's a great story. Yeah, he hella cool too. He'll talk if I got ask him some shit. Oh, dude, you should totally do like a podcast type thing or something just to get it down, man. Because that's one thing I regret. My grandparents are gone. I could Yeah, you gotta get that shit down because they have some crazy memories. Like, just think about like how think about how wild. Their lifetimes must have been seeing the like they Obama, saw. seeing a black president come in. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all the shit they went through, culminating with this black president. I mean, now they have Trump. They're like that, but My the, to them, was eighty. Yeah. Oh shit! Can you just imagine, like the just the fucking the shit that he has seen in his yeah, life, like, eighty man. years of life? God damn it! I bet he liked white women. Oh, who wouldn't? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> who would it especially back then the yeah. more forbidden something is the, the more, more you want the more, yeah. of course that's the nature of humanity right like if I can um, but uh, so what made you decide to do comedy did, did you start out here or did you start nah, like when I lived in Arizona so you started in Arizona okay it just man it just happened it just like fell in my lap uh-huh. I've always been funny though 
Well, what made you decide it? Like, what? So, you- like, I had a couple of friends that were going to a comedy school, right? Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I was just like, man, they funny. I know I'm hella funny though. Like, I could do that shit, bro. And then also too, people would always be like, oh man, you look like Nick Cannon. I'm like, I don't fucking look like Nick Cannon. <laughs> I don't fucking look like Nick Cannon. All these old ass. Hey, like, let me see some of that. No, I'm like, no. Nah. I don't think you look like. Yeah, and I'm like, no, nah, fucking. And then so. People were just always like, man, you like, you should be on TV. Like, you like the, you got the voice and all that stuff for TV. And I was just like, ah, oh, it'd be cool, man. You know, it'll be cool. And then I, I, this one I worked at Chase Bank, so I went to go help out at another branch. And uh, hold on, you worked at Chase Bank? Yeah, I worked at Chase Bank in I was, Arizona. Mm-hmm. I was okay. personal banker, business banker, all gotcha. that shit. Okay. Fucking, um, I went to go help out, and this girl, she was telling me about this place that made like chicken and all this stuff, and I was just like thinking about a. Uh, I was already still thinking about the comedy going out to try the comedy school. It was like the, the Tempe Art Center. And fucking, um, she started telling me about this place called The Lighthouse. They have good food, music, this, that, and that. They do comedy there. So, ah. so then I went to go check out a night with my coworkers. <laughs> went on the wrong fucking night. Uh-huh. It was big girl night. Uh-huh. It was legit big girls everywhere. It was yeah. popping. I was like, oh shit, it's crazy. Uh-huh. So I ended up going back on the right night. And, um, I fucking no. I went to a show first. I uh-huh. saw the show. Uh-huh. The dude who was running the show was one of my customers from like a year ago, and uh-huh. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, damn, this is all just like, I gotta do this shit. Uh huh. And fucking wait. So you did a set? No, I just watched the oh, show. You just watched. I it. watched the show, and then I went to the open mic okay. like a week later. Okay. Got my set ready, and then just fucking bam. How was that? How did you have a good bro, set? Killed it! I you still said had a great set, bro. A great set. It's for, up on okay. YouTube for my first time. I had a great. You were like, I, I killed it, bro. <laughs> Put it out. You're bro, like, there was look like, at me destroying. There was like, there were like 30, 30 people in the audience too. It was like a uh-huh. show, and it was just like, and I was just like, all right, yeah, this. And is you it. got hooked. I was like, this is it. This, this is it. You got a doing. taste. You got that sweet, sweet taste, I, bro. I remember my very next show. I didn't, I didn't record it, uh-huh. but bro, I killed that shit too. And I was yeah. like. I'm a god. There was like a hundred people in there. Tells like, like, okay, why? Give me the contract now. Like, yeah, you just sign me bro. now. <laughs> why it, are you not signing me? It was like it felt so like natural for me. I was like, okay, like this. So, is, and this is Tempe. You're saying? Where no, was I was it? in uh like where were you? It was in like uh, it was on the west side of like the Greater Phoenix area and like so uh, Phoenix area, Glendale, Greater Phoenix area. Uh-huh. Where the lighthouse is in like El Mirage. So okay. And then I did shows in, like Tempe, like in Phoenix, all throughout there, uh-huh. and the clubs and shit. So yeah, but it was just dope. So that's dope. when you got it. How long ago was that? That was a uh, five years ago. Okay, five years ago. So you got you got the fucking yeah, bug. You got fuck it. You got you got it. You got you know comedy got its hooks in you, mm-hmm. right? You're like just like a fucking. So when was your first bomb? Do you remember your first bomb? I think my first bomb was at a uh, damn this like taco place. <laughs> it was at this damn. It was on like 59, no, 35th Avenue and Greenway. Uh-huh. Damn, I forget the name of the taco place, but it was trash, All bro. right, so it was I a restaurant? I think I had that on video, too. It was too, basically yeah. like a taco restaurant? It was at a restaurant. restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but, and you have it on video? It was a white people restaurant. <laughs> it was a white a people place. restaurant eating <laughs> Mexican food. Okay. And then do you remember, like, anything about what you were saying? Or do you remember, like, anything no, about that? <laughs> I don't remember none of that shit. <laughs> It's on it's on the YouTube though. <laughs> oh my god! Because there's because I think that's right. The there, you couldn't have one without the other. You know what I'm saying? You no, can't, you like, can't. Like 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 what if you never bombed? Like all this whole time, bro. Right? What if you never bombed up until and now? Then it this happens. point, and you were gonna record your special. Yeah, that would happen when you recorded your that special. That would suck, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like what if you were just not prepared? You know, like like you need you. It's like you can't have the highs without the lows, you know? Like, yeah, you don't like, know love It's like you lost. never, like, it's like, uh, damn. It's like you've never came quick having sex, but yeah. it happens with the girl that you like the most. Well, imagine you never had your heart broken. Mm-hmm. Imagine, like, you would That's have That's what no... it's like, too, when you bomb. Your heart oh, is broke. Dude. But sometimes dude. you do it to yourself. Oh, no, yeah. And, and and at some point, you become dead. You know what I mean? I mean, it still hurts, but you're like, I'm, Man, fuck it. I'm just going to keep going. Bro, you know, one time, I didn't even... I guess, yeah, bombed. This show we did, it was like four of us. We all did 15 minutes. I was already like, oh, that's a stretch, but fuck, I could do 15. Fuck it. I could, I was something that come up. And, bro, who got paid $250 for this show out of Elks Lodge in Southside oh, Phoenix. Nice. D- 
they I'm pretty sure they didn't tell all these old ass black people that there was about to be a comedy show. <laughs> they did not laugh at they shit. They did not appreciate the comedy. Oh my bro, I got paid two hundred and fifty dollars for this shit, but I it didn't feel like that. Wow, you got two hundred and fifty dollars for this gig? Fifty. <laughs> wow. Two back to me. That's like that's amazing. I mean that is but uh it, yeah, I wish that would happen now. Like if you can give me two fifty every day of the week, I will bomb all day yeah you're like okay now yeah back then give me that money oh, back God. then it was just like my heart was broken oh man i've like i, I was feel mad like... at old black people for a minute <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing worse my I, my worst bomb was a show in new york i just remember where i was like it's not that they weren't paying attention mm-hmm. it's not like there weren't people there they were all paying attention it was packed they were all paying attention they're paying too much attention and they hated me <laughs> And they like, fucking Ooh. hated me, and I was up there, and I was like, "Oh, I just knew the whole time that I am just eating it right now, but uh. I didn't know what to do. I was like, I don't know what to do, so I'm just gonna keep doing my dumb material that Bramen, they hate. Bramen <laughs> is like, crazy. Uh, it's the it's the worst feeling, but it's also so crucial. You know, it's crazy though. I've like bombed as a kid, just like, cause I always like just try to like make people laugh, like, or will say funny ass shit. I just like the way it felt, you know? Right. I can remember the first time I laughed my fucking ass off right. where it hurt, you know? But, like, I remember my sister and them, like, they would just embarrass me if I did some dumb ass shit. Uh-huh. So, we're like, I knew that feeling. Of that cringe sort of, like, feeling like, oh, God, like you did something. Yep. But just being embarrassed. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because isn't that kind of, isn't wow. it weird that bombing is kind of like that weird girl pressure that happened you know like the way girls turn that on you yeah. where they shun you it feels like a shunning you know what i mean and it like, feels oh my god you're weird it's not a it's not an aggressive male thing of like somebody hitting you you know being yeah, like no, fuck no, you no no no, yeah. no it's like in society turning on and you two, dude, I, had two, <laughs> it's I had two older feeling. sisters i have four sisters totally like i'll spend a lot of time with like the both the older ones on my mom's side uh-huh, uh-huh. so like bro just being around them they're like homegirls and shit me being i'm the youngest oh, and, like so they roasted oh, the shit out of you. It will be embarrassing. So they roasted the fucking... <laughs> they fucking it, murdered bro, you. It would just it be was, embodied. You'd get bodied. It was embarrassing. Your sisters. That's where I learned how to shut my ass up and just yeah, yeah, chill, yeah. fill the room out, bro, because you can't just be talking everywhere. You can't just be... I will get embarrassed. So I saw a friend of mine say this on fra- Facebook, my friend Momo, back in New York. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Momo if you're listening. He was saying that like all comedy, he feels like, is comes from black women. It's just like black women are basically, because you just l- learn that nobody is as ruthless. Nobody can roast you <laughs> harder. You know what I mean? Nobody can get at the core of your truth Hell yeah. and destroy your Real being quick and easy. Like, like a, a black woman can. Like a pin needle going and, at a thousand miles per hour straight through your heart. And essentially the other half of that is like resisting that is where the confidence, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like resist, fighting that is where like it's the, tough. the jokes, you know, the, the fucking survival aspect finding, finding, of comedy yep, comes because from. Because you know what too? Like while they're like, Saying stuff that like you know, hurt our feelings. We always find a way to like. We have to find a way to come back with some smart shit. Of course, yeah. But then that leads to, what did you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either shock or hilarity, right? Okay, all right. Sometimes it's just like okay, I respect. Or sometimes it's like I'm gonna beat your ass now. <laughs> These words ain't working. These hands about to work. <laughs> These hands about to work. Um, all right, dude. We're getting well. All right, wait, wait, wait. Actually, the one other thing I really want to talk about was uh, yeah. Chase Bank. So you worked as a personal banker. Yep. Okay, you worked for the Chase, <sighs> J.P. Morgan, the, yeah. the corporation. Yep. You worked for the big bank. The big, the big bank. You had to. Ah, we got, we got the homeboys. Okay, that's cool. Um, you'd wear a suit. You'd wear a suit. Oh right? yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Get dressed up. You do the thing. Get in. Tie my ties, man. Very straight laced. Did they drug test? Yep. They drug test. Did you they say you did. couldn't smoke weed? Oh uh, no, just the just the interview part. Just the oh okay. Hiding. So uh, during during you okay. Darren, I was good. So what was that like? Like to work it? Because I've never worked in a place where i have to wear a suit i feel like i would really be depressed like you know what i mean like man, it's really not for me for me so wearing a suit so you man. liked it you, yeah, like, that, you like, like that it's the, not yeah. restricting like the, the the dress pants the slacks sure. are just like free 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, okay. so you it's were the man's sundress. Okay. And you it was comfortable. Comfortable. So what about fam. just the environment of like banking? Now the environment of, of banking. Like, it was cool. I mean, it was cool. You were cool? They weren't um I don't it, know, uptight or No, uh, it was cool, but some people were uptight. Like okay. it depends on who you worked with. Gotcha. Some people were very uptight. Some customers are cool, some customers were really uptight. So you couldn't like joke. Oh yeah, I could joke. Oh you I could joke joking. around. Yeah, so you would joke yeah, around. Yeah. All right. There's man, yeah. Cause right before I started doing comedy, I was like really like killing it at the bank. Got- too. <laughs> So I was killing it, bro. So the bank was really your first comedy sort of playground. Yeah, it means all these different people, bro. Like, oh my I am crushing God. it at the bank. I'm killing I'm it, like, killing it in these sales, killing it with this fucking these jokes, fam. <laughs> so you're feeling on top of the world. I was on top of the world. And then I was fucking, young too. I started working there when I was like nineteen. And what were your thoughts on like, you know, say the whole you know, the financial crisis or just the idea that the banks, you know, like uh, kind of. And you know, I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't really like, know or like get into you didn't it much. You care, right? You're like, you didn't, I was like, man, yeah, I know they ain't shit, but fuck. They well, were paying good at some point, but then they right. made it just But harder. was there anything, no shadiness at all, right? Everything was just so like straight laced. Oh, no, I had, co- I had like coworkers that was shady. Okay. Dude, people, they got caught up and fucked up. I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Like caught up, like taking money? Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Oh, oh yeah, people in the like, bank is shady, man. Oh fuck! You mean just like what do you mean like taking money bills? from customers? Like bill? Bills? Or what's the easiest thing to steal in a bank? Like is it bills or is it like moving some numbers around or is that like you know what I mean? Like what what, what do you think know, is man. sort of you don't know? Probably shit. They they changed a lot of shit. Probably just I don't know. There's all the cameras. Probably the bills, man. You think so? Fuck. Because people, people, man, people were stealing all kind of shit, bro. I mean, fat stacks. Um, fat stacks and stuff. When I was a fucking waiter, I used to work at TGI Fridays and fucking one of the scams was we had comp coupons and fucking we would, when customers would order shit like desserts or whatever, we would just yeah. throw the comps in and then take the money. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like overcharge them but then throw the comps in. <laughs> like, you know, everybody's scamming all the time. You know what I mean? Like yeah, everybody yeah. is always scamming. Like if someone's going to find a way. So that makes sense that at a bank that motherfuckers would be scamming. No rob, no anybody ever try to like fucking rob the place or anything. You ever get no. involved in it? So it was never no, like. Was, was there a there. vault? Was there like a vault in the bank? Like, did you have like? Yeah, a, there was a vault. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I was a vault custodian too. Oh shit! All right. Yeah, I was a vault custodian too. Like, I was in charge of that shit. Like, counting the money and then like, and then fucking uh, dishing it out to all the tellers and shit. So you were handling large stacks of cash. You were just like, oh shit! So, so you had to be bonded and everything, right? Like you had to. Do, was is there some kind of security you have to go through? Yeah, to you, like had be to, able to, you had to get like fingerprinted and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, all that shit. Federal, like federal background check. Uh huh. So then, how'd you get away from banking? Like, are you still in banking, fucking, or are you? No, nah, because I got a weed charge in Arizona. <gasps> oh no shit! Okay. Classics felony. And then oh. fucking, I was gonna fucking uh, wait for possession. Yeah. How much? <laughs> Bro, like milligrams. No, Crumbs. under an eighth. Like crumbs. That's a felony? Under a gram. Yeah. Under, that's a felony? Fuck. Yeah, bro. Did you have to wear the pink jumpsuit? No, I didn't no, have to. Kidding. I didn't have to. I went like downtown, but I didn't have yeah, to like yeah. spend time in jail. But I had to fucking do tasks. But it's like oh. weird though, because it's like, I was still able to smoke weed, but I had to like pay, it's like 200 and something dollars, like 250 for your weed card out there. Damn. So yeah, I had to do that, but fucking, do I, had, I was still able to smoke, but I had to piss test every fucking week. But then, um, well, my job, I lost my job because I applied to get licensed so I could fucking, um, so I could fucking, like, do investments and stuff. And when I did that, they ran my background again because they have to rerun oh, it. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they saw that. And they were like, oh, you can't, can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do that. So, it was like, you had 30 days until, like, 30 days until, like, you're suspended. If you don't find another position in 30 days that doesn't require you to be a loan processor, a loan originator uh-huh. under, under the Truth and Lending Act, uh-huh. then you know you're out of a job. Damn. So it was like my manager didn't help me and shit. It was all kind of bullshit. I That's was like, fucked man, up, fuck. man. Like but everything just happens for a reason, though, bro. Because like comedy is going so well, and like yeah, in yeah, Phoenix, yeah, yeah. you can you hit a ceiling, bro. You just, right. It's tough. You got to get out of so there. So you decided to get out of there. And my here. like my lease was up at the end of that month, bro. Like everything just like lined up. Right. So it was just like cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just like. Mm. I had to like just give away everything. I had to get rid of my apartment. Uh-huh. Gave my dog away and shit. Fuck. Sell Damn. my truck. Give, give your dog away. away. All my uh-huh. kitchen shit. 
Damn. But yeah, it was. It, I mean, it's all good. Hey, no, no, you're in a. You're like where you want to be now, mm-hmm. but that was a massive shift. Yeah. Fuck, that's a just over fucking less than a gram of weed. That's so crazy, man. Like that's a, weed laws are so fucked. And up. I mean, like, like the, the the job was cool, but it's just like <sighs> it's for the best. Yeah, it's I for mean, the best. What do you it do wasn't now? Really what I want to do. What do I you? Mean, what do you do now? I mean, besides comedy, like all kind of shit. Worked at an RV place. So you're just doing everything. Everything. I'm trying to make a living. You're just struggling. You're just basically see trying what's to. What's up with this? I got with this like a uh, this one like tent place. So we'll see what's up. Uh huh. But you're just really you just it's want to all stand up full. Comedian. Yeah, you full wheels to, to comedy, man. Um. All right. And speaking of which, you got a special coming. Yes. Skip Town Playhouse. Yes. Right. May fourth. Shut your ass. How long up. has it? Is this like a culmination of like five years, basically the the, the entire time you've been um, doing comedy, or like how do you feel about? Because it's half an hour. Like, what made you decide on half an hour? First of all, I don't know. I feel like half hour is a good time, just like to get it like. I don't know. Just feel like it's a good time, you know, not giving them too much, not yeah. too little. And how long would you say it took you to come up with, like, fucking... Oh, I've done... I did an hour within my first year. Uh-huh. And I've done 20 minutes, 30 minutes, like, a handful of times. So time. you're fine. You're, like, yeah. the time isn't the thing. Yeah. Uh, it's just, like... It's just, like, a presentation now. It's just, like... That's dope, it's man. It's just, like, uh... Wow, fuck. Why well, can't fucking... Content, you know? Right. You just want, like, making stuff... Yeah, and like people, I've, putting I it feel out like there. I've, I've grown like new new branches. You know what I mean? It's like, it's well, you also have a show, things. right? You got a show Blunts on brunch. channel, yeah, Blunts and Brunch. Yeah, on channel three or no with the fam, with the squad fam. Yeah, it's uh, so fucking, you got that going on. You got the special going on. Yeah. You want know, to just like keep fucking doing it? Um, the open mic here at Skip Town Playhouse, man. Skip Town Playhouse, you got like this, you know. Um, Thing you you guys are building basically with man, it's, it's been crazy, man. It's dope. My girl and her friends own the place, man. Shout out to them. Skip Town Playhouse, come check it out. Um, May fourth, come see Arthur. Ten thirty, man. Ten thirty. Five dollars on Eventbrite, man. Pull up. Five dollars, and then uh, after that, where can people find you online? Where find me on uh, Instagram at comedian Arthur. Uh, spell it like the cartoon A R T H U R. Okay, uh, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, same thing. Uh huh. On uh, Facebook, comedian Arthur, it'll pull up. Cool, man. Anything else you want to plug? Anything else you want to? Um, Planet Black, man. The cartoon written by Niles Abstinent. Yeah, 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 yeah. My character in there, man. It's dope. It's dope, man. See them create that dope shit. Uh huh. So Lila Hart, Chelsea Grove, fucking Chaz Carter, Darren Davis, fucking Yemun Kelly, Roger Lopez, Victor Martinez. He's just reading a list off of open mic list now. Man, <laughs> he's just reading shit. a list now. And my man, uh, Eric Albernante, who else? Uh, shit. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, Cesar Lazardo, fam. All the dads in the group. Fuck yeah. All right, man. All right, great. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. No I appreciate doubt, you doubt. coming. All right, man. I know they get it near right on my ass, I can feel it. I got a super sport, took a chance, gotta steal it. I left the scene, I think I got away clean. I'm back to okay. the one great. it went down. Great I couldn't podcast. get the hell because I'm great conversation I'm with Arthur. With the um, great to have him. I hope the special goes swimmingly. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. I just found out I have a family obligation. Family obligation, um, which uh, it's thankfully not my family. So that's. <laughs> so, um, guys, I am excited about uh, the show coming up that I'm going to be on at the Belly Room. Um, it's the Shindig show. I was just on the Shindig show, you might say, if you were there at the Shindig show, which was at the Sycamore Tavern, which was a great show, by the way. Okay, lots of wild and wacky stuff happened. But this is a show in the belly room at the Comedy Store, and I'm super excited about it. It's my first time being booked at the Comedy Store. Now, I'm going to give you a little caveat as um, because... I'm too self-deprecating and whatever. Look, I'm not booked by the store itself, okay? That's that's another thing all in of itself where the comedy store itself is booking me. That's not the case here. It's an independently produced show that's renting out the belly room, which I'm still 
happy to be part of it. I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking it. I'm, it's fucking, I've, I love the belly room. The belly room is awesome. This is the first stage I performed in at a mic in the comedy store. So I'm happy to be there on an actual show. So I'm super excited. I hope you guys can make it. Comedy store, belly room, 517. That's Friday, May 17th. Um, I'll throw up a link to this uh, show as well. I would love to see you guys there. It'll be amazing. It's going to be a kick-ass show. I am fucking out here grinding mics. Grinding mics. I'm hosting mics. I'm grinding mics. I'm out here. I'm working on new shit. I'm loose. I'm loose, baby. I'm not even doing materials half the time. I'm just fucking... I'm uh, You might see me flail and flounder. That might be a huge mistake to not have material. Uh, or I might end up doing material and that ends up being a mistake too where i'm not connecting with the crowd i'm just reciting jokes and and there's this coldness that exists between me and the audience it's palpable it's palpable but i'm just uh, even though i feel the beads of sweat forming and dripping down my temple i'm just going forward sallying forth just unending ceaseless going down that shit tunnel just like andy dufresne at the end of the shawshank redemption to get to the end of the set, that could happen as well. So, you know, anything could happen. Um, but honestly, I, it's going to be a great time. Okay? So I would love to see you guys there. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow me on the internet, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Rojan Kim. Rojankim.com. Thank you. Goodbye.